Hello, everybody. Walt here with a quick editor's note. During this week's show, we mistakenly referred to the Netflix series Love, Death, and Robots as Love, Sex, and Robots. Now, whether it was me having a senior moment or a result of decades of drugs, alcohol, caffeine, and cheesecake abuse, we want to apologize for your error. Uh, just a side note, though, there's a lot of sex in that Netflix series, but I guess that's besides the point. Anyway, enjoy the episode, folks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Get Geek Podcast, where we celebrate geek, nerd, and pop culture. Each week, we deliver the best analysis for fans, by fans, on anything related to movies, TV, video games, comics, anime, and manga. We talk geek. And now... Here's the Get Geek Podcast. That's what this is about? What? <laughs> yeah, look, no how st- look how stupid Godzilla looks. And Mecha Godzilla. He has no butt. Yeah, Kong. Kong looks like a king. Kong looks kingly there. Did you see the, the, the pictures that he sent through Telegram? Of the, the Kong. Are these Godzilla versus Kong? licensed toys these are official toys these are official toys yeah yeah okay yeah. these are not like uh, who makes these is it NECA oh, these or look these look like the cheap oh, these ones are the, yeah. these aren't the these aren't the, the top of the line things, man. No. these are the godzilla the, the godzilla and the kongs are the official uh top of the line collectible toys the mecha sure no, does not look not. great but the mecha, at the this, mecha this is not Kong looks good. No. Godzilla looks. <laughs> There's no real way to describe. Well, you know it. what? Godzilla is always thick on the bottom, anyway. Yeah, you know. And they gave him real arms this time around because they knew that he wouldn't be able to actually touch oh, Kong without him. It's the truth. Are you? Is it not the truth? Here we go. We're 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 starting it's this a episode. Robot who can. <laughs> But he looks. Look at this. He looks freaking flat. No, but they they took dun, the, the dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 we're dun, we're starting dun, dun, this episode with a Godzilla versus. We've been live, so the reason that Mecha Godzilla's tail looks like that is because it obviously doesn't fit in the box. No, you have but, to put it in later. No, I'm not talking about that. Look at his. I know it looks Mecha, flat as hell. Well, Mecha Godzilla wasn't. He is a machine. The best design. It's a machine. Know, How is it gonna have like, glutes? Like this. It it's okay. From no, it looks God. just. Anyway, this is the Get Geek Podcast. Welcome everybody to this weird opening of a episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's uh, actually usually how our episodes open up before we hit record. Yes, <laughs> it's how we wake we, up. The only time, the only difference is this time I actually played push record. So, um, anyway, um, yes, looks I like know. he came from How to Train a Dragon. Oh, gosh, first. see, you've started a firestorm here. Well, I didn't do anything, I just stated facts. Mm, okay. Kong is better than Godzilla. He, start, he started out this episode with Godzilla sucks. That's true, though. The toy version, <laughs> anyway. Like I said, welcome to the Geki podcast. Um, I am Walt, and this is Wolfie. Yeah, AJ. Hello. This is Eli. 
and, and before we get started, I just want to remind everybody that we are still uh, remote recording, um, although hopefully that'll change soon. I hope everybody is out there getting vaccinated. We are almost there, right? Yeah, we're, I mean, we're, yeah. we're close. Basically. You know, we're like ninety nine point point five percent. Yes, just need Eli to, was Eli's second. Yeah, Eli was the last, the straggler in the group. But now that you know, the FDA gave authorization. He got his first shot um, two days ago. Yeah. Two three days ago, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and no side effects, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Anyway, um, so yeah, we are remote recording. So please, um, we apologize in advance for any craziness that you may hear. Um, I also want to remind everybody to go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe to the show and tell all your friends how awesome Get Geek is. I mean, seriously. Right? Word. Word. Yeah. So today we're going to have a very loose discussion because we're doing first impressions, man. <laughs> yeah, all first, we got is a bunch of first impressions. Um, uh, but they're totally geeky. I'm going to give you a quick uh, disclaimer on my part. Mother Nature's been kicking my butt. So if I sound super nasally and everything, it's all just sinuses. Not sinuses. Yes, yeah, sinuses. It's my sinuses. But it's the pollen attack that I'm dealing with. Ooh, and the pollen allergies. seems to be extra serious this year around. I don't know what's going on. None of my medicine is helping. I got a oh, breathe right bad. strip on and it's still I still feel super nasally. So I apologize. Uh, but I want to be good. here on the show, so it's all good. Dedication, bro. <laughs> Dedication. You know what I'm saying? So, um, let's talk, man. I mean, I, I personally have been kind of, you know, diving into the love, sex, and robots thing on Netflix. Have you guys heard about that? I mean, I remember when you, before you mentioned it, um, like a long time ago, you geeked out about it. You, I we did. did a geek out, and you, you, you geeked out about it. And uh, I checked I out a few episodes out of the first. Hard, right? Yeah, you did. It was a real hard geek out, and you know, rightfully so, because it's one of those episodes that's like per, those shows that's perfect for you because you don't have a lot of time being a exactly. full time dad and a full time everything. So little ten minute clips with really good production. Right yeah, up the alley. It, it, it really does work. I mean, um, the first volume was 18 episodes. This one is a little bit less. I think uh, volume two, which just came out on Friday, is only eight episodes. And they range mm-hmm. from seven to 18 minutes. So it, it works. Like you said, it works perfectly in my busy, busy schedule because I could just sit down for a quick minute, do seven minutes. Boom, I'm done. And, you know, I can always come back to it. And the good thing about it is that it's an anthology, right? Um, it's not a show where it's you're, you're following a story yeah, for the entire yeah. season. The best way I can describe it for people who haven't seen it, it is a marriage between the Animatrix and Black Mirror. I mean, that's exactly how it works. Have, have the boys seen it? Yes. So they haven't they haven't seen volume one because right. volume one is a very very mature season. Uh, yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of bits and uh, twigs and berries in that. You know, as I like to say it. <laughs> you know, um, volume two seems to be a little bit less uh, less um, 
Adam and Eve, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> so they've seen a couple of episodes. I mean, um, you've seen, well, especially with Eli, because I want Eli, as you all well know, is an art student, you know, and, and that's what it is. So the animation styles were a particular interest to him, right? Yeah. Um, should I? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Talk about it. What me, me, AJ, and Walt, we saw this episode. I think it was yesterday at around like 10. Um, yeah, it was the Michael B. Jordan thing, right? I don't know what that episode is, it was called. Yeah, it's uh, it's called Life Hatch, Life Hatch, right? And bro, AJ, AJ really thought it was real at first. And we were, and mom, my uh, my mom, my mother was contemplating whether it was real or not, too, right. Because it looked that realistic. Yes. So was I. And it was like, bro. This was one of the, the episodes that you can say kind of broke the uncanny valley, yeah. so to speak. Because you could not tell really? whether you're you're watching oh, Michael man. B. Jordan actually there or whether this was a CGI. It was that believable. Like, to put it simply, the, the animation looks so, so smooth. It looked like... It looked natural when, because when you saw the Michael B. Jordan, the main character, the human, he made—I don't know how to explain it. It was more—it was more natural human motion. So like he maybe he would, uh, I guess, shake his head a little bit at some point. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of dialogue, so um, a lot of the, you know, the character, you know, the insight into the character really had to be facial expressions and yeah. things of that nature. So. That's why I say it really, really does break the uncanny valley and stuff. And it had a pretty good storyline. There wasn't really much to it. It's just it was it was interesting to say the least. I think that for you for you to get the whole full scope of what I'm talking about, you need to watch it for yourself. Which you should. Wait, wait, which episode was this? Because I, I want to Google this real quick. I want to like take a look at some of these pictures. It, it's called Life Hatch. Okay. So um, we've seen in this particular volume, we've seen automated customer service, which is an awesome take on um, killer Roombas, so to speak. Um, we've seen Pop Squad. Well, I've seen Pop Squad. I don't think you guys saw it, um, which deals with a dystopian future where um, children are not allowed to be born. Oh. Um, we saw yesterday the tall grass. Did you see that? No, yeah, I saw didn't. that. Okay, the tall grass. Andre didn't. All I through did the not. house, which yeah, is a Christmas episode, and Life Hutch. So there's really two other episodes that we have to watch. So, um, but highly recommended. I really, really do recommend it, especially if you're into Dude, these. This CGI animation. is insane. I mean, this is, is like right? this is yeah. I can see what how. I mean, yeah, I feel like I can't really tell unless you're telling me that it's CGI. I guess because I'm looking at stills, I'm not looking at video, but oh, oh my video gosh. is Bro, indistinguishable video is... also. I mean, there there are certain little ticks that obviously yeah, with CGI like when you're walking and stuff, there's there's still that little they don't have the movement 100%, but facial but You know, the thing is incredible. like they probably put the same amount of money that they would put like in a full feature length cgi yeah. production in I this like 10 minute it. clips because it, it takes a lot of uh money and and time consumption from the cgi from 3d artists standpoint in order to get that 
Um, I know a, a 3D modeler. Um, and, you know, actually yesterday I was talking to him about like, you know, what it's like, you know, as far as what it takes to get like even just like a small little 10 second clip. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, weeks and weeks and weeks of work. Um, yeah. uh, shout out to Saad, who's who's pining and, and getting recruited, hopefully, to uh, do some Netflix shows. Oh, that's so awesome. As soon as he does, maybe we can get him on to to do like a little bit of an interview and all that. But yeah, man, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend, like I said before, I definitely recommend uh, people check this show out. It's the first volume did receive a bunch of Emmys. Um, I don't don't know exactly what but i'm i'm pretty sure um the second volume short as it is is probably going to get the same type type of accolades because i mean some of the animation is just jaw dropping i mean the one the the one the tall grass episode like it's literally a painting in a museum come to life it really really is and and it's just like bro there's so many good animations there like like you said, it's it's paintings. They they try and they don't they focus more. They focus mainly on the art, which is something you don't see a lot. And I feel like that's that's a, a pretty big highlight for them because they're really putting in the effort to try and come up with all these unique and different art styles. I mean, for for one, you go from like something similar to the gorillas art style. Um, Oh yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah, and I, I love that episode, right? And then you go to like something more like a little bit more not abstract, I would say, but yeah, something more abstract um for for their artwork, which is something that I think deserves a lot more credit. Yeah. Yeah. Credit, credit, credit. That works. Credit. So um, um so I, I I mean it, it sounds super dope. I I can't wait to actually check. I want to should I I mean I know that it's an anthology, but should I finish the first season because I haven't the first volume and, just to kind of get it out of the way because I, I I'm assuming that it's not going to help me understand anything. But you know right. to you know it really won't like 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 I said with volume two we are we're not going by we're kind of like picking and choosing the episodes we want to see first okay so i think you can do the same thing if you just and the good thing is that netflix when you go into the episode picker it it, you know you can just jump back and forth so um it really doesn't matter you can you can start with volume two grab a, a couple episodes there jump back to volume one but i do recommend you watch the majority of the volume one episodes because they are great right no i plan on watching it. i just you know yeah. uh there's no I definitely order want, i definitely want to check this episode that has michael b jordan that's that's super interesting this is this could be a movie if they if they really fleshed it out and Bro. i'll just leave it at that God, you know, that take because like- it, it jumps back and forth between what's happening and what happened to cause what's happening. And Ooh. What happened cause oh. what ha- what's happening. Oh, that's a, that's a is, perfect segue. Yeah. It, it looks like it's a, a movie and they like a, a, an entire movie. And then his thing is kind of like a side quest to what's going on to the bigger picture. So, so the reason I say it's like a perfect se- segue is because I want to talk about uh my trip to the Alamo draft house. Ooh, let's go. And I you. saw I saw Wrath of Man 
with um, Jason Statham, Ooh. which is uh, the first time that he's no, not the first time that he's the, in the leading role. That's wrong to say. No, but he's had some. He's he's had he's had you know leading role in Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie film. I'm talking about specifically Guy Ritchie film, right? Um, oh, okay. He he was the leading role. It's the one that basically first made him popular. Uh, maybe not internationally yet, but because um, I think that the one that made him super popular was the transporter. Yes. Um, but uh in um people started taking notice in his in the guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, in Snatch, he yeah. was you know the he lead. Great. Right? Well Dog. he's the lead again. He's the lead again in this Dog. film. And this film is kind of like that. Something happens and then it's going back and forth between uh the thing that happened, um what Jason Statham is doing about it, and then it goes back to like before the thing that happened, what caused everything <laughs> to happen. So just like a Guy Ritchie movie, it's, it's it's just it's 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 a bit of a maze and everything gets revealed little by little through the maze. Um, and uh, what's interesting about the film, and I don't want to get too much into the film because I want to talk about my experience of going to the Alamo for the first time in, in well over a year now. Um, the thing about the film is that it was a little bit Tarantino-esque in the sense that he did chapters, right? Interesting. So, so the way that Tarantino does a chapter to kind of like, you know, uh, make like a statement of like what the purpose of this, you know, section of the film is, is kind of what Guy Ritchie did, which was cool. Um, and uh, I, I will say that the movie is it can be very, very intense uh, for the majority of the film. And I think it was intentional just because of kind of putting you in the shoes of Jason Statham um, and, and that, that wrath that he's holding inside, which is why it's called wrath of man. Um, Highly recommend. I love all um, Guy Ritchie films, but going to the theater. Yeah. On this one, right. Produced, directed, and wrote the screen. Well, he usually does. He usually does in his own films, you know, because he has his uh, he has he has his um his own production company, uh, Tough Guy uh, Productions, mm-hmm. um, and usually for those films, he writes, directs, um, and produces uh, uh his, awesome. his his films and stuff. I love um, his another movies. one. Have you seen The Gentleman? I have not. Believe it or not, you have That's to because bad. that is Guy Ritchie's. That is the Chef's Kiss. Of Guy Ritchie films. Oh, wow. That movie is, it, it's kind of unfortunate because I saw that film and now like every Guy Ritchie film, every film really that has to do with like crime drama, that is the pinnacle for me. And so it, it, it's tough. It's tough to the judge The Gentleman with Matthew McConaughey. Gentleman? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that movie is definitely a must watch 100 percent um it is just absolutely wonderfully done from a just you have to watch that film um so it's hard for me to judge anything that comes after it from guy Ritchie because i'm like uh it wasn't as good as the gentleman which wrath of man is is pretty good but definitely not as good as the gentleman um that's still yeah still gotta watch it though still gotta go watch it I gotta check but, it out because uh, I love I love Snatch. Snatch is one of my favorite films, like of all time. 
It blows uh, Snatch out of the water. I love Snatch too, and and Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and Rock and Roller. Rock and Roller is the other one that yeah. I, that I love yeah. also. So. Yeah, this um, the gentleman blows those out of the water. Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely watching it today. Then yeah, you have That's to watch crazy. it. You have to watch it. I'm probably gonna watch it today again. I love that movie. That movie was so good. Um, right. but but my experience with going to the theater. Now you guys haven't been to the movies yet. Nope. I'm it sure you has guys are dying been, to, bro. It has been. I keep track of the more than a year that I watch, you know? <laughs> because you know how anal I can be, right? It's been more than it a year. It has been a long freaking time since we've seen a movie, um, in the theaters. In the yeah. theater, yeah, because we're still we're still watching movies. I think the last movie that we saw, I'm gonna pull that up real quick. The last movie that we saw in the movie theaters, it's like John Wick, was Invisible Man. Is it the Frick? Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. No, actually, yeah, yeah, that that's that is. I remember you, you, you geeked out about sense. it. Yeah, man, I can't believe I can like, I can remember long, the geek outs. It's been a long freaking time. What's Invisible Man again? That's the one where in the MonsterVerse, right? Yeah, no, the not the monster verse in the uh, what is it? The, the dark uh, universe, the dark universe, yeah, yeah, the, the monster verse. Invisible, and actually, uh, you're gonna you get know. your chance, AJ. Relax, yeah, yeah. you know, you know which one I'll show you. We can have a anyway. whole nother debate if you want. So, it's been a long time for us in the movie theaters. <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. <laughs> you um, guys can well, try it afterwards. I want to hear about the Alamo. I'm super pumped because this is the second time you've been to a movie theater, right? Right. It's the second time. The first time I went to see uh, Mortal Kombat at Regal Cinemas. Oh, um, that's awesome. You know, it was it was, it was was super dope to see. I had already seen Mortal Kombat on television, you know, for, for our review of it and all that. Mm-hmm. But I went to see it in the theater because, you know, it's Mortal Kombat. I want to see it on, like, the big giant screen. I want to see those fight scenes and fatalities on, on the big screen. Um, didn't make the plot any better, but <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the fight yeah. scenes were really cool. But okay. with the Alamo, Alamo has a really special place in my heart because when I first visited Austin, Texas, which is where the Alamo Draft House is from, um i went to visit a friend of mine and it was just a vacation i had a week-long vacation there and he kind of had like this game plan actually john john diaz who's who's uh uh been a uh uh we did an interview with him on here he's now an electronic artist so um but anyway he he had like this whole game plan to show me all these things in austin that would convince me to move down there and like on the third or fourth day we uh visited the uh alamo to 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 watch hulk um the edward norton version and the whole experience of eating in a movie theater that has its own like kind of production before the film it's a restaurant it's a a a beer draft house like it, it just sold me and i i canceled my flight back to pennsylvania that night and i was like if I can find a place to stay here in a job, I'm just staying. And I did. Um, so he did so, an excellent job of convincing you then. Yeah, well, the Alamo did because the Alamo is, is – is, is that's why the Alamo has a special place in my heart. And uh, it was really hard to see that the Alamo had to file bankruptcy and then sell the company because mm-hmm. they weren't able to survive the pandemic by themselves. It's a family. It was a family owned business. Um, I forgot who they had to sell to, but it was basically owned by uh, a couple that, uh, that 
that started the Alamo down in uh in Austin, Texas. They, they you know they bought out the property to like this old rundown uh theater and uh, decided to like start selling food and beer and just like you know show some old movies and stuff. And then mm-hmm. they turned it into a thing and it became a a, a nationwide chain. Um, but again, being a family owned business, it's an independent comp- company, they didn't have the funds to survive the pandemic. And they ended up having to uh, sell. So, but I'm glad to see that they are still able to open. They just opened the last week on the seventh, um, and this is the first chance that I could go see a movie at the Alamo. Now, the experience at the Alamo is pretty much the same, with the oh, really? exception of one or two things. Right at the Alamo here in downtown Brooklyn, they they have like this gift shop that's huge. That's that's really cool. They got like bunch of t-shirts records uh games toys puzzles artifacts everything that's related to like old school movies um for example they have they have a vinyl collection of 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 video game soundtracks on vinyl like i bought the uh, castlevania uh two soundtrack on a vinyl record um they have uh, uh all the star wars uh soundtracks on vinyl for sale like they they're basically movie nerds they're movie geeks super geeks you know um and that's not there anymore so that's not there as in they they don't shut it down they they, everything is the entire shop is gone um they don't know if they're gonna have it back but as of right now they moved everything out um all their i guess some of the companies kind of uh you know went bust of the products that they used to house and stuff so oh wow um, so i don't know that that's a little bit sad to see because it was one of my that favorite sucks. things to do is to go to a movie at the alamo and then check out some of their stuff pick up some stuff and then sit down order my food and watch a movie mm-hmm. so that's not there and then the second thing is that the menu is about half the size um really yeah so uh it's it's still a a pretty decent menu but um Mm -hmm. i think that uh you know they have a as far as right now they have a a smaller kitchen um they're probably still kind of rebuilding right you know they're not gonna have like a full stock you know restaurant essentially so that's really the only thing other than that everything is the same do they still still have have... cookies oh you know i didn't check out desserts that's Amy's favorite. Whenever we I go, did not there, check she out desserts, but I will cookies. say, I will say that I do not think I saw cookies on there. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna devastate her. You know, that was they have a lot time, more pizza. Oh, that may or may not be a good thing. <laughs> they have like a full pizza menu now. Because I remember, I remember they had like tacos and and you know. Uh, finger foods and things of that nature. They still got and some of the finger foods. They still got like uh, sandwiches. They did away with the flatbreads and they have a lot of pizza. Um, but they, it's it, the sandwiches are like three sandwiches. They did away with the hot dogs, which kind of sucks. They used to love getting their hot dogs. Um, so yeah, but we'll see. You know, it might be a temporary thing. But outside of that, the experience is still the same. You know, you go there, you sit. Um, an Alamo Ninja comes through, and 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 you know, takes your ticket and starts taking your order and stuff. I call them ninjas because they kind of like walk hunched down to make yeah. sure that they don't interrupt the film in front of you mm-hmm. to take your order and everything. <clears throat> and, uh, and, and one of my favorite things is like the pre-production, you know, like right before they start 
all the uh, the trailers. They have uh, kind of like their own pro- produced mini ads or spoofs or things related to the film you're about to see. Um, this time they didn't have anything specifically for Wrath of Man. My assumption is that because they're just opening up, they don't have any of their like um, like specific productions done yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they, you know, it's just, it's just cool to see. Like we were watching like Jackie Chan bloopers before the movie and stuff. So it was cool. Um, well, film, filming in general is a little bit tough, especially yeah, in the yeah. coronavirus age. So, right. you know, it's, uh, I, I would imagine their production might take a hit just because of that. Right, right, right. And so the fact that they're opening up. So, yeah, I mean, th- that's, that's my first impressions of, you know, the, the going to the theater I know that I already went before, but like I was Regal Cinemas is cool, but Alamo is where I want to watch every movie. So how was um, capacity? How was capacity in there? Was oh, it- capacity was I would say it was about fifty percent of the stadium was full. There was, you know, I think that like the way they're doing things is making sure that if if I buy two seats together, then the two seats next to me are automatically blocked off so that no one else can buy them to okay. make sure that there's mm-hmm. social distancing. And I think mm-hmm. that's how like all the theaters are doing it pretty much. Uh, but with with the Alamo, because you have like the, the the tables in front of you, you have that extra space between the row in front of you as well. Right. So it's not like a traditional theater where you're a little bit like kind of like the front row is, is relatively close to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have that. Uh, so I don't know if they're blocking off the seats in front of me also, but I would say that about like the theater was about half full. I don't know if that's because of, um, the seats being blocked off and it mm-hmm. was a sellout or if it's just that people are still hesitant to go to the theater. So, yeah. oh, we also had to have the mask on the entire time unless we're eating and drinking. Um, so we're still practicing good, uh, you know, health safety rules. So okay, that works. That's about it. Yeah, that is awesome. I, I, I'm dying to go back to the movie theaters. And I think uh, I think. Right three now, weeks. you know, four weeks, yeah, three weeks, you know, my, my hesitancy has really been, you know, there, we have some, uh, people in our household that, you know, they're, they could be compromised pretty badly if, if they caught right, coronavirus. Right, and so, right. you know, every, all of my decisions have been informed by that, but I think we're getting that much closer to the point where we can start doing more and more normal things. Right. Right. And so um, one of those things would definitely be going back to a movie theater because man, I, I cannot that, wait. I, I, I miss doing the I miss doing the Get Geek movie trips and reviews. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that that was always the highlight. You know, yeah. we, we all would go down as a group, check out Get the White Castle, White Castle, and sometimes come right back and record yeah. the same night. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll get back to that very, very soon. Um, so you guys were fighting about Godzilla versus Kong before. I th- are you guys done with that argument? Or uh, I mean, I the argument's been done since the movie ended. There's not much more to go over. Oh, 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 oh okay. really? Oh, Did do I we want to change up? the topic of this podcast? <laughs> Did I just open up Pandora's box here? <laughs> you know, um. All right. Well, anyway, you, you know what? 
let's move on from Godzilla versus Kong. AJ, We've AJ, had, instead of instead uh, of talking about how cool Kong looks over Godzilla, why don't you talk about Invincible? There you go. That's a good segue because Godzilla <laughs> is invincible. Oh, yeah, come he is on. Invincible. No, 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 no. <laughs> he is invincible. Thank you. Thank you for the bias. Oh, so invincible that Mecha Godzilla can beat the crap out of him. Well, yes, that's because he's because he's not invincible. Anyway, go on. Give me your first impressions. He was getting ready for his uh, his appearance in Singular Point, right? He had to take (laughs) it easy. So anyway, anyway, let's 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 move on. Invincible, let's go. AJ. Okay, so. In a nutshell, the show is about someone who claims he's invincible and names himself invincible. But why is he invincible? Quote, unquote. Oh, well, that's because Invincible is the son of a guy called Omni-Man, who is one of the toughest superheroes around. And they're set in a world where... They have a pseudo-Justice League called the Guardians of the Globe. (laughs) And, oh God, I feel like I'm almost forgetting something. Oh yeah, that's right. The Guardians of the Globe, uh, this is spoiler territory now, so you were warned. I mean, if you haven't been spoiled on on Instagram yet. Which we have, yeah. Yeah, I have. You know. The Guardians of the Globe are just after one episode they're gone. <laughs> who who cares about pseudo Justice League? Apparently, because they're just gone. And and they're blatant ripoffs of Justice League. You know, War not, not just not just Justice League, but then like in episode two, we get we get we get Teen Titans, <laughs> yes, <laughs> or. The team team, right? Oh God, the team team. Well, well, it's interesting because um, Invincible started out its life as a comic book. Yeah, um, it was it was written by the creator of The Walking Dead, um, Robert Kirkman, and it's interesting because almost half of what The Walking Dead cast is in this show. You know, oh, like really, the, the entirety of the Guardians of the the Globe. They're all ex-Walking Dead people. No. Yes, they are. J.K. Simmons wasn't in Walking Dead. No, no, no. I'm talking about the Guardians of the Globe. Oh, okay. Okay. We're, yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. about the, okay. the, the, the team that dies unceremoniously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> look, look, look that up while uh, AJ continues giving us his first yeah, impressions. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, actual first impressions. Well. It is certainly really good because we we here at the household have seen three episodes. I've only seen two. Okay, so I won't go past episode two. No, no, you can't. Like I said, um, it, it, a lot of it's been spoiled already for me. So, no, that's a shame. Um, yeah. So, like I was saying, uh, pretty good. Um. <laughs> I like how this is very reminiscent of the boys. If the boys actually started off as happy-go-lucky and then just yeah. ripped that veil off of you like it was attached to your skin mercilessly, yes, like 
chunks of your flesh were part of that veil as they ripped it off, and then they dug their hands deeper into it and just like. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, that's basically what happens. Yeah, it's funny um, because that's the, I had the same sentiments. I saw I was watching the show. I knew that like some violent stuff happened because they kept comparing it to the boys, but I'm watching it. And like the first episode just really seems like a great father son show. Uh, A few adult themes, but there's no blood and guts. There's no like vicious anything. It's still like we're the hope for humanity and everything and um, felt very justice leaguey. And then right after the credits, it was like, that's not what this show is. (laughs) well let me ask you a question because it's interesting you said and it lends myself to one of the questions that i have about this show this show doesn't seem to have the buzz that i think it really deserves right no Um, it, it, it it really doesn't and i wonder if it's because of the way that first episode was was presented because you know with with new shows the first episode is really the thing that catches people right mm-hmm. and like you said the very first part of the show there's really nothing to get excited about and I, so i can see where people kind of fell off of this thing looking at it and saying well you know what this is just going to be a real good show and if they didn't stick around until the end which was just captivating i mean like i i was kind of like watching the show and oh, like, squeamish okay. yeah well yeah but it was just one of these gut punches where it's like whoa where the heck did this come from <laughs> yeah yeah you know? so and, um, and right exactly but they held it to the end and i wonder if maybe a lot of people kind of dropped off you know because I, of it i, I don't so, i don't think so and aj you can kind of tell me what you think but i think that this is kind of what happens in in animation versus live action because when you have live action mm-hmm. you have all the stars that are promoting the fact that they're on the show and you have all like the you know and there's the, a the, ton of stars in this in this thing there is but um, like but yeah. see like with an animated show you don't get to show off set pictures of you in costume and like promotional video of you in that stuff so like it That's doesn't true. really get shared because i would point to the harley quinn uh show that you know, kind of flew under the radar. And that one is an adult animated show as well. Mm-hmm. And that one didn't really catch like crazy buzz either. That's it's true. not as gruesome as this one, but it's very shocking in the fact that like we're watching this. Because if you if you think about it, we grew up watching Harley Quinn on the Batman, the animated series as kids. And now we're watching Harley Quinn in a very, very Dude. adult show. I remember you know? the first time when you came over and I showed you the very first episode yes, of Harley yes. Quinn. Yeah, and I was like, what the heck am I watching? Your jaw was literally on yeah. the floor, bro. I was <laughs> like, know? what in the world? This is crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's how I felt about it, you know? Okay, um, so, so I think that that's what that is. What do you, what do you think? Do you, do you think, AJ, do you think that that's kind of how... Do you see it that way, or do you do you think that there's another reason why it hasn't like super caught on yet? Well, it's actually funny because <laughs> I, if I remember correctly, Dad was about to turn it off, and I was like, "No, no, 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 wait, it's not done. 
You gotta wait. <laughs> Don't do it. Because it did seem like it was the end of the episode. Yeah. You know, I wasn't really gonna turn it off, but I thought there was gonna be that you know how like it pops up, mm-hmm. go to episode two. I thought yeah. that was gonna come. So that's you, why you know, it. so so like so when the credits started rolling, yeah, the same thing. I was like, Oh, I don't know what it's so cracked up to me. So I just grabbed my phone to get on Instagram and the credits are just rolling because I was waiting for the next episode episode to just start, right? Like right, the autoplay. Exactly. So I'm yeah. on Instagram and the next thing you know, it just cuts and and they're getting all and i'm like oh is this is this the next episode already i wasn't sure actually and then when everything happened and then it rolled to credits i was like wait that was the first episode still it, it's jarring though really very like, oh man it was very jarring like yeah you had you had this kind of like you said it's a father-son story everything's happening yeah, yeah. you're lucky i mean there's there's some things that go on but then it got super dark. Yeah, super man. Quick, oh, man. You know? It's it's definitely. Yeah, I can't wait to finish it. Yeah, I know. So um, just so that, you know, like I said before, um, the cast, which I, I said is fantastic. I mean, there's some great people on this, but the the Guardians of the Globe features Ross Marquand, who plays a lot of characters in the show, which is to be expected because I don't, I don't know. Do you know who Russ Marquand is? No, no. Okay. So, um, you what have you watched walking dead? Yeah. I mean, I kind of like fell off around the time that everyone fell off. Yeah. He, yeah, I know. I, I, I did the same thing also. Um, he played, uh, I believe he played Aaron in, the Walking Dead, and I'm I'm double checking just to make sure because I don't want to give you guys the yeah. wrong the wrong thing. Yeah, he played Aaron in The Walking Dead, so I don't know if you ever got that far ahead. Um, but he is a fantastic voice actor. Like he was the guy that played the Red Skull in Avengers Endgame, uh, Infinity War. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. And, yeah, and he did the voice of Agent Smith perfectly. So, you know, th- this guy, it, it, it makes sense that he's going to play different characters in yeah, this thing. Because, yeah. And just, I, I would I would tell you, go on YouTube him because he does fantastic impressions of other people. Right. No, I have. So, like, you mentioned this before when we were talking about Red Skull, like, when back when we were geeking out over that. Yeah, over that, right. Um, and, uh, and, 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 uh, and I, I YouTube it. I YouTube all his impressions. I was, like, amazed that he can do that. You know, such yeah, great impression. Really, yeah. really good. Um, but like I said, he's he's one of the guys. Uh, you have Lauren Cohan, who plays War Woman, right? Um, Sonequa Martin Green, Chad Coleman, Michael Cudlitz, Lenny James. These are all guys from The Walking Dead. You know, so it, it kind of makes sense that he would bring um, those guys into the show because you know he's got familiarity with these with these actors already. Why not bring him on to the next project? Seth Rogen is on this show. Um, yeah, that's right. That that you know, it's one of those things. You know, I I love animations that have like these like superstar people like do like some of these sub characters because you hear the yeah. voice and you pick it out and you're like, oh snap, that's Seth Rogen. Well, listen, you got Seth Rogen, you got Marsha Hala Ali who's going to show up later on. I don't think we've gotten to that part yet. Mark Hamill's in it. Carrie Payne, which is another guy from The Walking Dead, but he also is the voice actor for one of the Teen Titans. Um, He plays, I think, Cyborg in the Teen Titans cartoon show. 
but go. Uh, Zazie Beats is on it. Like I said, Mark Hamill is in it. Um, Clancy Brown, he's a, a character actor. So there's a ton of people on this yeah. show. Um, yeah, it, it's exciting. It's exciting for me to, uh, you know, to see this show. But this is one of these things that first three episodes, I think we can all agree. You guys really need to jump onto Amazon Prime and watch this show. And and yeah, it, for it's sure. Fortunate that it doesn't have the buzz that it it does. It should have. Yeah. But but you know what though? I, I want to push back a little it. bit on that. I want to push back actually because this whole yeah. week, what's got me wanting to watch the show is that I'm I'm seeing like fan casts this whole week of like who should play Omni Man and like one of the one of the, the, right. the biggest so ones I, I is think, John Ham. I, I think, think it would be great. Thing, and John Hamm was in the show already. Oh, really? So, yeah, he he uh, he played. Um, you know the security guard that takes his his. Oh, son? that's him. That was him. <laughs> you know. Oh man. So he's already on the show. Like I said, there's like undercover casting here that we don't. That's we're like, oh, awesome. He's already in it. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, that's freaking. So there's cool. there's like a lot of things. Um, and, and maybe maybe what I'm saying is that. You know, th- because this show is now over two months long. You know, this mm. thing came out March 25th. And so I think now people are starting to yeah, yeah. appreciate the show. And yeah, now they're yeah. starting to find it. Okay. But it didn't have that at the very beginning. That, I guess that's what I'm saying, you know. And it yeah. could be because of Marvel. And at the time you had, you know, those shows coming out and stuff like that. So maybe it got buried with that. But I think now people are starting to find the show. And I'm glad because it's an awesome show. So. Um, to be honest, like, because w- we only started watching it because I actually started watching it before you guys. Yeah. One of the only reasons why I started watching it, to be honest, and I'm sure this the same goes for Eli. Whenever I go on Instagram, I always see the meme. Are you? Uh, oh God! What, what's it? What's it? I'm not gonna spoil the name, but basically, one of the characters goes off on a rant on the other characters, and he goes, "Think blank, think." <laughs> it's like my favorite meme out there. Oh my it's God! All about, okay, it's all about memes. Right? And, then, and then once I saw like a bunch of those, I'm like, okay, I gotta see the source material now. I I can't just keep staying in the dark about this. Well, what got you into the show, Eli? Well, I think that that was also one of the reasons. I I also got um I also got uh spoiled. Not spoiled, but I was also pushed into it by surprisingly enough uh, a kid I never met. And he was telling me Oh, yes, when we went to that comic book store in yeah, Roosevelt Field. He was telling me a little bit about Invincible and he told me that it's like really super dark and stuff and um I guess he didn't really tell me much, but it really piqued my interest. And I, I've been hearing about it um, and seeing stuff posts on Instagram about it. And I've just really been wanting to jump into it. And I think now that we finally jumped into it, I think it was worth the wait. Right. Think, Eli, think. It's a meme all over the Internet. You have to watch it. <laughs> there you go. So um, in that vein, Eli... You know, we're watching a show that's pretty new, and we've all, we're also watching another show on Netflix, right? That's actually ending. We're we're yeah. into season four, and the show I'm referring to is Castlevania. Castlevania. Which I don't know. Have Wolfie? Have you <laughs> gotten into Castlevania yet? Just the first couple seasons, actually. 
Uh, oh, okay. wait, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I definitely got into, like, the first season. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then I was really sad that it was only a few episodes. I was like, what? Why? I was super upset about that. Um, but I have not been able to, like, catch up on it. But now I definitely need to because yes. this is the Dude. final season. Yeah? Yes, it yes. is. Before it, you get spoiled. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so we haven't really gotten a chance to really get into season one for because of our busy schedule we've only seen the first the first episode right yeah um, but i think i have been spoiled oh you a have bit more okay so nope. social media right stop social media stop. i'm not everything. gonna go in i'm not gonna go into it i actually did it on my own oh really yeah okay spoiler so. <laughs> but, uh, you do that okay i didn't see the twist i didn't see the twist which is what matters kid that's why <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But, bro, okay. Gosh. Season one through three. Should I summarize that, or no? Uh, that's oh, up to Wolfie because I think I think that I think. See, we we're not giving a review. We got to give first impressions. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, maybe give your first impressions of the show in general, uh, and then compare it to the first episode. I think it would be it's the right the thing to do for everyone. It's the best video game adaptation in my mind. Period. Definitely, well, yeah. we have period. Walt's first impression. Yeah. Yeah. Period. It's so. definitely, like he said, one of the best video game adaptations. I think it it takes a different uh, approach to the game. And sure, okay. it does not to the original game. And I think that's what I like about it. It's nothing more than taking characters and starting to, I guess, expand, I would, I would think, right? And I think... Yeah, they're doing a pretty good job of it. We've only seen the first episode. There wasn't really too much to it. Um, I think that from what I've seen, Alucard. Oh wait, oh, come on. Yeah, Alucard. I can't. I can't see it. Oh, okay. Just, just frame it in a general sense. You know, like how how did you feel? Did you feel the first episode flowed really well? Like, were you expecting that type of episode? for the beginning of season four? I think it's taking a different approach, and I've said that, but it seems a little bit darker than usual, which it has its comedic moments, but it's a little bit... It's starting to take itself a little bit more seriously. Not that it wasn't serious earlier, but it's definitely... I don't know how to explain it. It's definitely... It is... It has a lot to do within this last season um, because it implied somebody major, right? Varney. Oh, whoa. Stop, stop. No, it, it, it implies somebody major that <laughs> we haven't seen in a couple of seasons. Okay. So, yes, okay. Um, That's all. I'll, yeah, I'll leave it at that because to, to say who it is would spoil it for anybody that hasn't gone past season two. And so we'll leave it at that. But let me ask you this, because you are the. We should art. bleep that, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. In, po- but, in post, let's bleep that. Well, no, but believe it or not, who he mentioned is not the person that I'm referring to. Yeah, it's just, just something. We still bleep not it. a rando, yeah, but. <laughs> but you being the artist of of this group here, you know, um, why don't you talk about the animation style? Because I think there has been subtle changes, right, that we've seen in terms of the animation style, especially during 
the fight scenes, right? Yeah, but it's nothing major, but they're subtle, and it's it. There is definitely a. It's very anime ish, which I'll I'll give it that. It's very anime ish, and I think that um they they really try and I guess they focus a lot on the facial expressions, which is pretty cool, especially during the fight scenes. What? Yeah, yeah. That that is true. That is true. Um. So, this is gonna be the last season of Castlevania. Um, yeah, I, I don't think anybody now there are spinoffs planned, um, oh. but in terms of what you think, how do you think there, do you, th- okay, let me put it to you this way. Since we haven't seen Castlevania, the end of the entire season, do you have faith that they're going to stick the landing, so to speak, in terms of ending the show? I hope so, because given all of the things they have to go to go through, um, that one person in that place, that other person doing that thing, uh, this person that we haven't seen in a while, <laughs> this other person who looks like he's going crazy, and... These two mains who are trying to just wade through all this crap, they have a lot of things to tie up, if not segue into those spinoffs. So, I mean, they haven't really done wrong so far, so I have a hope of a hope, but like... They have a lot of stuff to to deal with. The ending is definitely going to be crazy because they're not setting up a main villain. At least I don't think so. But they're definitely setting up a major change in one of the main characters. Um, Well, they're setting up a major change for all of the characters, which I think that when you finally, uh, I guess, finish summarizing these characters developments up it's gonna amount to it's gonna result to something big and it could be negative or positive and i think that's that's mainly what's gonna definitely finish up the show i guess well they have 10 episodes to do it do you think they they'll be able to do it in 10 episodes from what i've heard yes they have and yeah uh, there's no other way to explain it. You just got to watch the show. It's it's an awesome show. Season four, I think, is going to end up really awesome. Uh, and, yeah. Okay. So, um, like I said, this this looks like it's going to be the end of Castlevania, the, um, the, the main storyline. Um, they are implying that there will be a spinoff to the show. Um, I don't think they actually mentioned uh, exactly what it is. I'm ch- I'm checking to see right now. Um, yeah, it, they're just. It's pretty much a. It's just reports right now of of a new series in development that would take place in the same universe. Oh, Netflix hasn't really objectively said yes that there was going to be a spinoff um and 
they also haven't mentioned whether any of the main characters from the original show will show up. So, you know, it's it's pretty much one of these things where Netflix, as usual, is tight-lipped about, you know, any of their developments. I mean, for a lot of the things, they don't even tell us release dates on new seasons and stuff like that until it's, like, almost there. So they're notorious for this. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll leave it up to them. And Netflix greenlights everything. <laughs> and they kill everything very quickly also if they yes. they see that it's not working for them. But this is probably their carbon, most... Man. Yeah, exactly. This is probably their most successful animated project yeah. um, by far. So, you know, we are going to look forward to seeing the end of the season. And hopefully if there is a spinoff, we're probably going to jump on that also. So once we once we finish Castlevania, we'll probably come back and give a proper review of the yes. season. Right. Because I think, I think it deserves it. Yes. All right. So on that note, um, I think we're going to call this podcast a wrap. Right. A wrap. We're going to wrap it up because we've covered everything we wanted to cover i hope you guys enjoyed this and i hope you do um go out and like i said before please rate review and subscribe to the show because again that's the best way that you can help our podcast grow and move forward um tell all your friends about it because again that's another way of you know keeping us uh, we love doing this to begin with you know, so that that goes without saying. But if we can get more guys listening, and if you guys want to give us any feedback, please by all means do so. Um, you can try and reach us, reach out to us at getkeep55 at gmail.com. Um, send us a line, give us give us your feedback. You know, and maybe we'll we'll read your email on the show. So anyway, on that note, I'm going to close out this. Uh, episode by saying stay geeky my friends we all know who won no Kong won that's it you can't say anything about that you really can't no he should never have won that was never an even fight fine but he shouldn't have been disrespectful later people